This episode is brought to you by marketing consulting firm, the Bonafide Lyrics and Marketing, LLC, where creativity meets business. You can check us out at www.theblm.com for more information on how we help local artists and creatives maximize their business presence. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love, No Fear Podcast. Hey. It's hey. the All Love, No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love, Oh, No Fear Podcast. Podcast. Uh-huh, podcast. uh-huh. All Love, Oh, No Fear Podcast. Hey. What up, what up? This is the At Home Quarantine Gas Cast. It's the <laughs> At Home That's fine. Quarantine Gas Cast. Yes, gas, gas, gas. <laughs> That's fine. All right. Um, how you doing? Um, I'm good. I'm good. Um, tired. Um, ready for outside to open back up. Um, you know, just just trying to just trying to keep it together. Trying to keep it together. Okay. That's it. How about so, you? What's happening with you? I'm good. Um, that's introduction. We haven't introduced ourselves. We haven't done a lot of things. Um, Listen, the people gonna get the at home podcast. This is just this is just <laughs> where we are. Like we is we is tired. We is going through a lot. We is just. Um, well, we is just okay. This is the All Love No Fear podcast. Yes, yes, yes. With your host, Miss KB, is in the building. KB is in the building and Mr. Mark Murray, the poetic man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we are here. We are ready to pod. Ready to get some pod and get out. Who's ready to do some podding? We're ready to do some podding. Who's ready to do some podding? We're ready to do some podding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Podding. Podding. Um, That's fine. What? Um, you danced along. Don't act like you didn't. I never said I didn't dance along. I I was just confused. You judging? Maybe. Um, but yeah, that's Definitely. cool. Um, so we are here. We're ready. Um, I know we're a day later than usual, but we are here to give you some content, give you things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Good. shout out to people on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Shout out to people listening on the website, listening to people on Stitcher, on Podbean, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on all the platforms on our website. Word. Um, shout out to people in the medical field. Shout yes. out to people who are um, fighting all the time, such as service um, workers. Mm-hmm. Shout out to people who have a job, who don't have a job, um, looking for a job. Yeah. Shout out to all of y'all. Um, yeah. Yeah, shout, shout, shout out to everybody. Shout out to all the people who are living and breathing at this moment um, out there in the world. Just, just, yay. Yeah. Yay to you. Word. Yay uh, to making it one more day. Yeah. Because it, um, is, it is not an easy time that we're in right now. It's trash. Absolute trash. Oh. I apologize for my yawn. I'm not trying to get tired. I apologize. But um, we can get right into it. Love um, it. Or lose, lose it. Hey, love it. Or, or lose, lose it. it. Hey, hey, hey. Love, love it. it. Or lose it. Love it. Or lose it. Yeah. tempo. I wasn't ready. I know. You, I didn't, know. you didn't inform me. You I did not. You didn't clarify. I just, I just went. Yeah. I felt yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I felt it. So I just went. Okay. So Next time, like, tap me. Okay. Like, something. I got it. Got it. Because I thought we were going someplace else, and then you... I did not. Well, we did go someplace else, not just someplace else that I thought we were going to. Correct. Correct. Um, so, communication is key, people. 
This is what you need to be working on during quarantine. Communication with your persons so that you cannot do things like this. Okay. That's that's fine. So um we're gonna go What? <laughs> I'm trying uh, to offer people productive advice and you're just like eh. all right. love it or lose it. Um you usually have four choices. You gotta say you gotta choose one that you love, hold on dear, never let go. And you have one year you lose, throw away everything that comes with it, take it out, throw it out. I don't want you. Throw it in the trash. Um and the one I'm going to now are design patterns. Okay, well, I don't know where this is going. Um, carry on. The other person, you, only one person, usually knows what the what the category and or choices are. Um, I'm the one who knows this time. Design pattern, design choices. The four kinds of patterns are polka dots. Okay. Stripes. Uh huh. Are we talking vertical or horizontal? Whichever one. It makes a difference. Polka dots, stripes, paisley, mm-hmm. or. I'll say African print. Ankara. Ankara. Okay. Ankara. You said paisley and stripes. Yep. This is hard. Not really. My lose it is easy. My love it is hard. Um. So my lose it, um, it's probably gonna be stripes. Um. You like stripes? I do, but not more than I like the other three. Okay. Um, I think I say no to stripes, or I'm going to lose stripes, only because um, stripes are kind of finicky, first of all. Like, it depends on the type of stripe. Because, like, for me, based on, like, my height and my body type, I can't do a horizontal stripe. It makes okay. me look, It makes me look wider which is not the look I'm going for. Um, a vertical stripe works in the sense that it makes me look taller, but like, I don't know. I just, yeah, it's just not really my idea of a good time. Like, cause I feel like stripes are just so, like it has to be the right type of stripe. Like, is it like a, like a thin stripe? Is it a medium stripe? Is it a thick stripe? Like, it's just too much. Um, that goes like I like to see it. It's too many variations. It's too many variations, <laughs> and they don't all work the same. I feel like it's it's like the hardest choice to make for for me when it comes to like clothing, particularly trying to figure out how to make a strike work. Excuse me, I'm sorry. It's really a challenge. I mean, I like to see it, and I've seen some really nice like you know jumpsuits and 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 you know dresses and stuff like that that have stripes, but like. I feel like stripes are a very 50-50 situation when it comes to me. So um, I think stripes would be my lose it based on that. Although I do like to see stripes like when people use it for like uh, like house decor and stuff like that. Like on the home renovation shows, I've seen them do like striped walls and stuff like that. And that looks really cool. But yeah, from a clothing standpoint, which is how I took what you said. Yeah, no, stripes is my lose it. Yeah, mine's polka dots. Uh, getting polka dots out there. This this relationship is really just being tested on a very high level here. <laughs> I know, I know I you love polka dots. I, I love a polka dot. I know you me? love polka dots. I I I rather not have. What's them. your problem with polka dots? What they did to you? I just don't like them as much as other ones. I'm just trash. Like once in a while, I'll, I and I, polka dots don't work. 
and everything that like I'm a part of polka dots don't work with. Like polka dots aren't like exciting with suits all the time. Yes, they are. A polka dot tie or a, or a polka dot shirt. I feel like you can make a polka dot shirt work with a suit. I'm not saying it you doesn't can't. have to be big polka dots though. I'm not saying you can't make it work. I'm just saying it's not my favorite. My, it's not my first, second, third, or fourth choice. You do like a stripe. You do. You do have a number of stripe shirts. You do. You do enjoy a stripe. Yeah. I'm like, all right, that's fine. I'm not like, saying. Look at that. Look, see what she has on. Yeah. I'm not saying. We're looking at a Macy's commercial, by the way, with the lady in a stripe jumpsuit. Like, looks yeah. nice, but. I'm not. I'm not saying that um, polka dots. You can't make it work because you could always make something work. But, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, to yeah, to polka dots. Polka dots don't work on furniture. Don't work on walls. What do you mean? It's got to me. I'm gonna I'm gonna find you some polka dot furniture because you're clearly you you just don't have vision. That's and the problem. Once again. I feel like you can, you don't have to show me anything. I'm sure there's a way it can work. I'm not saying that would work. I'm just saying it's too much work. Like, look at this. I'm not saying it can't work ever. Gorgeous. I'm just look saying. It's a little ottoman. It's, it's so cute. It just, seem, it just seems like it's going to be a lot to work. No, look. Oh my God. Look at that little ottoman. It's so cute. Okay. It adds some, like, character right. to the room. I got it. There's like, not, there's, there's, nice. there's, there's not many options that polka dots work with, with to me. It, look, there's a whole room right here. Options. Oh. You see, like, the back, it's, like, white. I hear everything you're saying. The only polka dots that make sense is a black and white polka dot, and most likely it has to go with the red, and that is the options. No! Black and white polka dots can work with so many other things. Okay. You don't have to go through this. I'm just, I be, I'm <laughs> going through anything. I'm just, trying to expo- I'm just trying to expand your limited vision. I'm not limited vision. To, uh, I just said it's a lot of work. I'm not oh. saying you can't do it. I just said it's a lot of work. Do you know I'm not saying? saying that there's not some things I might like. I might like certain things. I just said it's a lot of work. It's not. It's not. It's not an easy. It's not an easy match. Okay, whatever you say, honey. Whatever you say. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe you. I don't believe anything you say. But well, I shouldn't say I don't believe anything you say. I don't believe, you know, in what you're saying about um, polka dots. Polka dots. Because I just feel like you're not seeing the vision. But it's fine. Okay. Um, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna get a room when we get a house. No, you don't have to. I will. You don't have to. It's, it's fine. Yes, I'm gonna show you how it can work. I'm not saying. Once again, I'm not saying it can't work. I just said it's hard. <laughs> It's, it's extra, it's mad extra stats for polka dots. That's fine. I don't think so, but you know. You just, you just gotta do it right. Like, just, it's, it's possible. It's possible. Once again, you keep saying what's possible. I'm not saying it's not possible. You're just saying you don't like it. Okay. That's not what I said at all. Actually, I don't. You, you said you didn't like it. You said you would lose it. You would throw it away forever. Yes. You, so you, but you didn't say you didn't like stripes. You just said you, it doesn't work. It's not the best out of those four. Okay. Maybe I'm taking this a little personally. Yeah, you are. You are. You are a fucking person. I'm allowed. I'm allowed. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. Awesome. Great. What is your love it? My love it. Um. I. <laughs> I don't know. I really, really like all three of these. Um. I feel like I'm supposed to say Ankara because, you know, I'm black. You're supposed to say Ankara? Um, I feel like you can say whatever you want. I can say whatever I want. I'm just saying that I feel like I'm supposed to say that. That's the right thing to say. Um, but I think... I can do whatever, you know. Um, I... I really, 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 really like polka dots, if you can't tell. I really enjoy polka dot. Um, polka dot things make me very excited. Um... 
so I I want to say my love it is polka dot, but like I also just yeah, you know what? I think my love it is polka dots. I love polka dots. I just love how clean and sleek they look. I love to see like a black and white polka dot. Like that's just my favorite thing to see. Um, I like like colored polka dots. Like I like to see like red and white polka. Dots. I just like polka dots. It's just really pretty to me. Um, it's a nice, sleek, clean look. It's classic. Um, it to me, it just in the words of Marie Kondo, it sparks joy. Um, it makes me very happy. Um, polka dots. I would say my one B is probably Paisley, and I I like Paisley a lot because uh, I like colors. I like patterns in general. Um, and, uh, I like the fact that with Paisley's, you've got like the swirls. It's like Paisley for me is like a, a visual experience. It's like swirls and, and twirls and things. And then it's got like all the color variations and I like colorful things and I like patterns. Um, and people who know me, um, know that I like Vera Bradley, which is, um, a brand that makes, um, like bags and other um items out of like cotton fabric and a lot of times they use paisleys and uh i have a few of the items that are paisleys because like i said i like the patterns and i like the color combinations so yeah i, I would say polka dots is my number one one b paisleys what's your love it um so this is like my adventure journey i went through okay if i'm talking about specifically ties it's stripes and paisleys. Okay. You like striped ties? Yes. I wear them all the time. I know. And I'm looking at them and I'm just like, okay. You do like striped ties. I've never thought about it before. I just look more at the I, color, I, but in reality, you do have a lot of striped ties. Yes. They're, they're not horizontal stripes. I don't like those. No, 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 no. That's scarf. I don't like horizontal striped ties, but I do like stripes. Like I think I'm learning something about you. Like I think I've always known this, but like now that you're saying, I'm like he does like stripes. I like stripes in there. I like stripes on shirts. Just make sure that it's either a striped shirt or a striped tie, not both. Yeah, too stripey. It's crazy. And like, like of course, there's ways you can do that with yeah. like thicker stripes and thin, like there's ways you can work it, work it out. Um, paisley for ties, but I think. For like fabric for clothing, mm-hmm. it's Ankara. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I think I like Ankara on more things, and that's I think that's why I would choose that. Okay. On more items, I would choose that over certain things. It's just not on ties, because like I think Ankara on ties just doesn't. It it see it's. It seems too obvious. It seems to like mm, African print. Like it's just, it's it's not. It's never like a, uh, most times, of course, sometimes, of course, it might be, mm-hmm. but it's never like a, uh, it's always a standout. It's never a just blend. Gotcha. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I understand. <laughs> it's never a just blend thing. And I feel like sometimes, sometimes you want to stand out. Sometimes you want to just blend with everything else. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think the tie should always, should always be the standout in your outfit. Okay. But if you wear that tie, it will always be the same though. Yes. Yes. yes <laughs> um, I guess I'll say it that way. Um and I, I think that's that I think that's where, where it comes down with that. Um I think that um I like Ankara and everything. Everything else I think I'm cool with Ankara. Okay. And I think it's good it's good on patterns, it's good on scars. 
Yes, it it's is. Clothing. It is nice. It's going on bags. It's going on all, like yeah. It, it works for everything. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm never. I'm always down for that pattern. And everything. So that was my love it for that reason. I understand. I understand. I and I. I, I support support that statement entirely. Um, bringing up on cars just makes me sad because all the places where we could potentially get it are canceled for the summer because outside's closed. So where where will we get the things, Mark? Where? I don't know. I know that you know the internet has things that you can order, but like I like to touch stuff. So, yeah, so, so the fabric. I like to feel the fabric. Apparently, won't be able to do that this summer because you people won't stay home. Yes, and you gotta feel the fabric. But sometimes people tell me with the cheap stuff. Fan, fan. Like it just be some real cheap, thin stuff that they just printed up on something like damn near on a three D printer, and and gave it to you and it's like that. It, but have you ever touched some of that stuff sometimes like it just be like not a 3D printer it's a regular printer I was like huh it'd be a regular printer that's the problem <laughs> it's, it's not a 3D printer at all like it's just it just the quality is so poor you're like I know this did not come from nobody's Africa yeah, this it, y'all it, lying it's, 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 it's a regular it's regular print. yeah somebody's lying 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 yeah but um yeah 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 all right, good times. Good times, good times, good times. Word. Let's move along. Let's to love it or lose it. Yes. I don't understand why the num 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 Okay, so you're this is our our topic. I don't know. There's no title for it, right? No, we don't have a title. Just choose something. Thanks. Okay. Yeah. So, I guess we talk about the how the conversation came up. Yes. So the conversation this came. Is, this was quarantine walk chats. Yeah, we were just volume one. We were walking, and, and they were walking, <laughs> and they were walking, and they were walking, 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 walking. All right. Sorry, I got excited. Um, and I guess the question was, I, I think we were, we were going off, and we were saying like how like a lot of times you have men or women. Who are very like Afrocentric in like how they um how they operate and how they move, they tend to like b- both men and women like you'll see them they're like they'll have like the symbols on that we very Afrocentric. Well, what are the symbols? You got to explain to the people. Like the onks. The, they have the onks, they have the black fists, they have they the, the, the guinyambe. They have a lot of symbols. Like they would have a lot of things like that. They're giving you I am black, hear me roar, tease. Yes, and everything. And then they'll be that they way. They smell like shea butter and frankincense. Yes, in that way. But a, a lot of times they'll have that, but the person who they marry or date or date will not be a black person. And sometimes that brings up a lot of confusion. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> Cause I remember in college, I would see that it would be confused. I'm like, why, why does this happen? That, that, it's, 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 it's a um, way that kind of, because it seems like someone who is so pro-black they would, they would be more inclined to it. I know we can say, like, love doesn't have a color. And I know people will say that and everything. That, that's true. All that stuff is true. But something still has to get you through that door. Mm-hmm. And everything. Yes, love doesn't have a color. Once you get past a certain point and you start talking, you're like, oh, love doesn't have a color. Now, now I, don't see, I didn't see this happening. Great. But something still happens to get you through that door to that place in the f- first place. Of how things happened, like something got something got you through that door, and um, and like I I think I was having a conversation. I was like, 
Why does that happen? And I, I think in my mind, it's because when it comes down to men and women, a lot of times, especially when they um, are so strong on black issues and everything like that, they they have a certain sense a lot of times of how um, they feel like they should be treated mm-hmm. and everything. They feel like they should be treated and like they want to be put up as a on a high on, on a, a high, high pedestal, high, high or pedestal like, and like not like not worshipped but like revered or like or like just I guess highly valued. Yes, highly valued and everything. And that doesn't, and the, um, and the question we all, that plenty is like, why does, why is it, I don't, this isn't a conversation about why don't black people value each other. This is not that conversation. No, no. <laughs> Let's be clear. Just so you understand, this is not a conversation about that. The conversation is more of, Basically, I think what we when black people get with black people a lot of times, we kind of build each other up mm-hmm. and everything. We kind of like, but we also push each other to go in a certain direction. We do, we do a lot more pushing to like, hopefully the other person goes into a certain direction and everything. We, we, we do a lot of that. Let's push this person a certain way. Let's push this person a certain way and everything. So even if... um. Because because we're both in the same struggle, we're kind of like, all right, you deal with the stuff that's great, but let's fight for more. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that kind of happens a lot. But not everybody wants that. Gotcha. <laughs> not everybody wants that um, that that uh that kind of dynamic. Mm-hmm. Some people just want a dynamic of, you push me, great. Mm-hmm. But after I get to a certain point, I need you to be like, hey, you're doing awesome now. There's no more complaints <laughs> mm-hmm. and everything. Um, and I, I think Christian brought up the mindset. Uh, I think we, we talked about it in terms of um, an insecure. Mm-hmm. So an insecure, um, Issa Rae's character was dating, what's his name? Uh, Lawrence. Lawrence. And I guess during this episode now, Lawrence is now dating somebody else. And Issa Rae feels some kind of like, I built this person to a certain way. To be let off and someone else reaping the benefits of it, <laughs> yeah, and everything, and like the mindset is like I've done all this stuff and I'm not. Why is someone else reaping the benefits of it? And people get very upset about that because they feel like I put all this work in for no reason for someone else to reap the benefits. Mm-hmm. And um, Kristen was saying it was like, yeah, that, it's annoying. I feel like men don't have loyalty. Mm-hmm. And I was my statement was. I think I don't know, think it's a loyalty issue. I think it's more of when you're with somebody, let's say you're both you um you were starting at a low point, you both started at a low point and you were both fighting to get somewhere. The person who's with you through all those phases remembers you when you were low. <laughs> mm-hmm. And everything. So because you remember you're low, you're not going to really change how you talk to me and treat me and everything. Mm. I'm not saying it's positive or negative. It's just you, you don't, you're not treating me like you just f- first met me when I'm here. Mm. So it's it, it's a different um, story now mm. and everything. But these other people who who we um who people talk to, 
they're seeing them where they are now and they treat mm-hmm. them like that. And mm-hmm. that 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 kind of um effect makes me feel as if like this is how I want to be treated mm-hmm. based of who I am now, not right. based of who I was. Right. I mean, I understand that. I mean, I stand by my statement that I feel like um, men don't always have the same level of loyalty that women do when it comes to, you know, sticking around through, you know, thick and thin. Like, it's, they just, like, I think it's just the way we are wired. Like, I don't feel like a lot of men are wired to, like, be like, I'm a ride with the same woman for who's been there all this time because she's been there all this time. Like, I feel... I feel like there are, and I'm not saying men, all men don't. I'm just saying, I feel like a lot of men don't subscribe to that same um, concept when it comes to relationships with women in the way that women subscribe to that same concept. Like women will, you know, hold a man down and be loyal way past the point where they should because they feel like, you know, we've been together through this or we did this or we did that. And the, the same energy is not kept. And I stand by that statement. However, I do understand the point of view of, you know, you feel like I finally made it, but I don't feel like the person I'm with sees it or appreciates it or adjusts to treat me differently because of it. And I could see how that's disheartening. But it's like, I feel like, and I said this when we were talking, I feel as if, you also have to be mindful of the fact that the people that are treating you the way you feel new you should be treated don't know you. They only know what you show them as part of new you. They like the, the people that have been with you from the jump know you, you, you know what I mean? Like in the situation with Issa and Lawrence, like Issa knows Lawrence when Lawrence was like sitting around in the apartment playing video games and not really doing anything working towards himself and like being disrespectful and doing all this other stuff. That's what she knows. Condola, who's the new girl or whatever. I don't even know if they still together based on the last episode, but Condola has met like cleaned up um, Lawrence. She's met employed Lawrence. She's met, got his own car Lawrence. She's met pays for lunch Lawrence. So she like, I feel like there's not even a comparison because the two people that you're presenting aren't even the same. So it's like, you can't, I feel like you can't expect the person who knows the original quote unquote version of you to like, just forget that and jump completely on board with the new version of you. Like you can't expect that the person that's meeting the new version of you and that's all they know to you can't expect that person's reaction to be re- to be the reaction of somebody who knows you. I get what you're saying. Like that's but, unrealistic. No, you, what you're saying is correct. But I think also in that same vein, Lawrence does have the right to say I don't want to be fe- treated that way, though. Right. That's fine. He does. <laughs> he does have the right to say that. He does. He absolutely has the right <laughs> to say like I'm trying to be somebody different. I need someone to embrace who I am. Right. Now. Right. I completely agree. I, he has he has the <laughs> he right. has the right to do that. He has the right, but he also I feel has the has to understand. Issa doesn't know him that. Like if she wants to to continue to see him as who he was before he glowed up, so to speak, she's well within her right because that's her experience. Correct, but that's also why someone would just leave that. 
which I think is trash. <laughs> you can say it's trash. It's but trash. But people have a right to like... Not... They can do whatever they want. All I'm saying people is... People have a right to not want to be a part of something that they're in. Yes, people people do have that right. And I understand that you don't want to be in something where you feel like... You feel like you can't feel better about yourself. I get it. I understand. I get it completely. But um, I, I just I just feel like, you know, it, it's it's people not being realistic um, in terms of, of what people... Like... I'm not just going to forget that for five years, like you were sitting around twiddling your thumbs. And, like that's always going to be in the back of my mind. Like, I don't care if you like make a hundred million dollars and you're on like the Forbes, you know, 40 under 40 or whatever. Like, I'm still going to be like, but I remember that. I might not bring it up because I'm not stupid, but um, <laughs> I, this is not the time to mess up the bag. I'm just shut my stupid mouth up. But I'm. It's gonna be in the back of my mind. Like I'm not gonna forget that because that's my experience. But um, I, I just, I just, I, I, it, it gives me the side eye. But then my other point too is, that's why I feel like women in general need to stop making men projects, um, because it almost never pans out the way you think it's gonna pan out, and and so you end up feeling like how Issa said she felt in that conversation. Cause yeah. she felt like, you know, I was like, not like Issa was doing super great either. Cause she was, she was low key, a low bummy, but she was doing better than Lawrence. Um, but it's like, she was like, all right, I've been with him all this time. We got all these mutual friends, this, that, the third and the fourth, I'm gonna ride it out. And I'm not saying that she didn't have a part to play in their demise because she did. Um, but I think that, Ultimately, if she didn't cheat on him, she would have still stayed with him. Even though she was like, he's he's but, not, but, but I, he's I, I, not. Even though he wasn't like up to where he is right now, I feel like because of the time that was put in and how long they had been together and this and that, she still would have. She still would have been with him. But that's not a fair statement because he would have stayed too. If what? If she didn't cheat. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> that's not a fair statement either because like, he was, I, I don't know that I don't know that I don't know that she would stay that's like saying you don't know she would stay that's I like, don't know it's like saying because I feel would, like he was giving um, um, that's like, that's bank like, girl bank girl the action I, it, like, there, but, was some, there was something happening over there the reason that bank girl was able to open the door is because she saw she saw him in a different light than Issa did Issa saw him as like Oh, he just bum. He's he's bum dude sitting at my house. Now he got even, his job at Best Buy. But like Bank Girl was like, oh my, I gotta stop calling that girl Bank Girl. She has a name. But even, but like, but even but Tasha, even, that's her name. But Tasha even, saw him like, oh yeah, I see you working. You working to achieve your dream. It's just the perspective was different. So that's why Tasha became appealing as opposed to Issa, who was just kind of like. But Tasha could be appealing, and st- but he still didn't do anything. He did. He had he had the sex with Tasha after. Okay, but he had the sex with her. But after it is an important point. It's an important thing to say. No. Yeah, I think you're trying to you're trying to, you're trying to, you're trying to switch things up on me. It's not twitching exactly what happened. Yeah, I don't know. I don't <laughs> because know. It, because it became more revenge than anything else. Whatever. He was entertaining it anyway. He was entertaining. It was only a matter of time. 
No, whether no, she not, had not, whether Issa had cheated or not, you, he probably would have did. You're making up things. You're making up things that's not true. He was you have no proof. She was fluffing his you're, ego, and he was like, "Oh, all right, let me see what's happening." Over that's here. not what happened. That listen, I read between the lines. You didn't read anything. Yes, I did. You hate it. You hate it. You hate it. You hate it. Point of view. There's but nothing you right. read. Whatever. Whatever. It's all all perspective. Whatever. All false perspective. Whatever. You hate it. I don't know why you gotta be such a hater. I'm a hater. Yeah, you hating. I don't understand There is why. no hating. It it feels very hatery over here to me. I feel it. <sighs> I can feel it That's falling right. in the air tonight. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Sidebar. Yes. Sorry. I'm gonna move on. Let's stay on the topic. Yes, please. Let's please. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I just got to take a whole left turn. Okay. But um, I I think that I think that um. Uh, it it just plays into, like, and I, I I guess the the whole thing the whole topic we want to go into is just um that really yeah yeah um to go back to what you what you kind of opened it with um I I did think that conversation that we were having was interesting because um it's 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 something I've always wondered about like when I see like people who are like really really like pro-black, pro-Africa and and uh, seeing them with people that are not what you would initially think of when you think of that and you know it's I don't know if it's like there can't be too much pro-black in the same room at the same time. Well you, you can't it, 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 it is too much it is, in general it's too much but but oh that's, that's the same on that like I think a lot of times when you have somebody who is not black they tend to it's, a, it's bad to say deify, mm-hmm. but like they tend to. It's put, a thin line between like like you know high respect, reverence, worship, and and fetishizing. Thin, yeah. line, thin line, yeah. But like they they tend to put them up, and like sometimes people are like, all right, I, I'm this person is treating me how I feel like I should be treated as a king or queen, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like which we all which we got to talk about at some point, what, what, like as a concept. Another time. Another time. But, like, but at some point. But, like, so, like, because, like, a lot of times, <laughs> this, this whole conversation is, like, a start. Because, like, I, I, I always say, I always see, like, a lot of the um the men on Facebook who are always, like, um very pro-black mm-hmm. and very much my king, queen and everything. And everything. And, like, a lot, most times, they, they're single. So, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> they're single with no children. I like everything you're saying. I don't hear it. That's number one. Number two. They'll do that, and then later on, they'll like be dating somebody who's not black, mm-hmm. and and I like I said, I think that happens because they might date a black woman, and like because like they want to, they sometimes people what they want is like I have all this knowledge as a black man, and mm-hmm. I, I do all these things to help black people and everything like that, and when I go home, I don't. It's not like that. Um, I have a. I don't have a, um, I feel like I don't have a woman who's like, you do so much great things, so whatever you do wrong, we could push that to the side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or anything you do, or anything you do that's a little, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to bother you with these dishes <laughs> because I'm doing all these things. And like, that's not reality. You can get bothered by these things. Yes. Yeah. You, you, be, 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 and I, I think because a lot of times when you have black man and black woman, women go to each other. Regardless of all the great things you do, we still want you to do better. Yeah. 
So when you have two people who are black a lot of times, because we're both, we both understand the fight and everything, we're both mm. like, all right, I get it, but you can always do better. So I'm not going to not criticize you for the things you do wrong because all the great things you do. Mm. Because, because I don't, don't I'm still going to be, I'm still upset about this. So right. I'm not going to not talk about it just because you do right. all these great things. Right. And I think that's where um, people don't like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And yeah. because of that, that's that's where um, the disconnect comes in. Yeah, I, I agree. And again, this is not, you know, coming for interracial couples as a whole. Like, not, that's not the case. No. I'm specifically talking about the people who are like hoteps and hoteptresses. Hoteptresses? Yes. Yes. The, the people who are just, they they are blacker. Hoteptresses. <laughs> they are blacker than Idris Elba. They are blacker than Alec Wack. Like, they are just blackity black, 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 black. And, like, when you see them with a partner that's not, it's just like, it don't match the things you're saying. And so it's like, what is this about? And so we were kind of having that conversation, and this is kind of where we where we kind of ended at. Because ultimately, I think everybody wants to feel... um validated and and valued and I think that you know people people find that where they find that and you know a lot of times you know there's a lot of intricacies within our community as black people where you know there are those of us who will do all of that you know pillow fluffing and bat pat um back padding and all that stuff and then there are others of us that are just like all right that's that's nice but we also have like real things to do here so you know i guess you know get it how you live but i I still i still think it's it's uh it's interesting to see um how, how that tends to play out which again proves uh what that black people are not a monolith yeah we are not we're not we're not we are not but yeah, I I, I think uh, it's 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 interesting concept, but I don't have anything else. No, no, that was it. So like, I don't know if anybody else has any thoughts, um, any opinions about this. Like, we would definitely like love to welcome them and hear um, the different perspectives that um, people have because you know this is just me and Mark um, theorizing as we take walks um, during the day to get some air and, you know, just, just spend some time with one another. So these are the things we ruminate on from time to time. Uh, so yeah, um, definitely shoot us a text, email, all of no fear at gmail.com comment on IG on our website, you know, let us know what your thoughts are because, you know, we are definitely open to learning stuff and, you know, getting other perspectives because you know we don't be knowing everything we just be spitballing sometimes yeah shooting the breeze you know talking about things we're, we're not experts we we're, we're not experts we, we just be talking yeah that's why when people ask what's the podcast about nothing really just us talking <laughs> and 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 talking about the things that we think about um randomly and have conversations about right yeah so that's that's basically what happens here um at the all of no fear podcast um it's a lot of just me and Mark's random thoughts. Right. Uh, yeah. 
Anna, we'll go right to the artist spotlight. Yes, artist spotlight. So artist spotlight. See, I didn't know if you were gonna do that or not, so I, I wasn't sure. Despite of art, despite of art, despite of art. Did you like shorten spotlight <laughs> to a word that's not related to spotlight? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, so the artist for today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where I'm supposed to go with this. I just, I just, I'm moving on. So the artist for today um, actually was kind of inspired by Insecure. Um, his name is Kamau. Um, K-A-M-A-U-U. Um, his real name is Kamau Mbonisi Kwame Agiman. Mbonisi. I can read. I know what I said. You trying to correct me, but I, I know what I read. Um, he yes, Kamau Mbonisi Kwame Agieman. He is originally from the Washington D.C. area. Um, grew up in Prince George County. Um, he attended the uh, Ujama Shule School in Washington D.C., which is described as the oldest completely independent African-centered school in the United States. Looks super interesting. Want to do my googles? Um, um, he, um, is, uh, I guess, he, I think he plays a djembe and he studied African music, history, and culture while he was at the school down there. Um, he moved to Brooklyn in, um, 2009, um, to go to Pratt Institute to study film. Um, while he was there, he met some other musicians because, you know, Brooklyn, that's where all the arts people be at. It's the truth. Like, shout out to, um, Shadell and, uh. What were those people called? Madam Brady. Yes. What were they? What were they called? Street, Street poets. poets. Yes. Shout out to them. They, 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 they are deceased. Yeah. Yeah. No more. There are no more street poets. <laughs> no more street poets. But, but it, was it, a, it, it was it was a movement for a good time. Yeah. It was a vibe for a while. Um, I miss Chanel. I haven't seen her in forever. Um, but yeah, street like you know, I like street poets. Like street poets was like uh, a group of like it was like killing Brooklyn out there. Yeah, they're a group of um, spoken word artists who would like they was throwing all types of events and stuff like that. And Mark and I used to go to these random like hole in the wall spots in Brooklyn. Like we didn't have work in the morning. Yeah, it was lit. It was lit. It was a good time for for the time that it was. But I don't know whatever happened. But like I know that Chanel is still out there doing stuff. But I don't know like what became the movement. But anyway, the point of that is, you know, Brooklyn is where all the artists be at. So the movements, the movements and the art stuff be out there. So right. he was uh, introduced to an artist collective called Big City, Big City. Um, and um, once he graduated from Pratt, he started, you know, making music um, full time. He started off doing some covers, got some attention to some folks. And um, he had a song that was, Featured on the um, ill-fated uh, Birth of a Nation movie. If you remember, that was the one with Nate Parker. who's was going to be great. And then, you know, they canceled him and the movie by default. So um, that that didn't really pan out anywhere. But that was kind of supposed to be like his big, his big break, so to speak. Um, and he's basically been out here in these streets doing music. And one of his songs came on Insecure. I think it was the episode before last. Um, and it's called Far Rockaway. And, you know, if you're from New York, like Far Rockaway is a very like, if you're from here, you know what Far Rockaway, Far Rockaway is. You know where it is. Um, shouts out to Far Rockaway. That's where Mark lived for the first five years of his life. Gang, gang. 
Um, so he not really Long Island. He just visit here, but he really from Queens. So I rock with it. Five years. I'm, not, I'm not. I'm like. I'm not claiming it for five years. You're not, you you gotta claim it. Five years is a is a, is a relatively lengthy amount of time. I was told I can claim Brooklyn because I was born there. I was there for three months. I feel like you can you can claim it for five years. Yeah, absolutely. But Brooklyn be claiming it. You, you, you live in Brooklyn for a week. They'll, they'll claim that all day. Yes. <laughs> Brooklyn claim week for, for We, we got to have some standards. We can't just be letting people claim it after living there for a week. That's unacceptable. You got to claim where you came from. But, that's, um, just not, that's just not going to work. Shout out to the Far Rockway people, a.k.a. Zoe. Yes. Um, um, Michaela. Michaela. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure there are tons of other people that I can't think of right now who are. My assistant. Miss Counts. Yeah, Shout out to Miss Counts. Um, Fire Rock Gang. Um, um, my other assistant, Miss Blue. Yes, Miss Blue. Shout out, hey, Blue. Um, Shout to, shout to, shout to the Fire Rockaway fam. Um, Fire Rockaway. Miss Counts from Long Island. I don't know. You're the one that said that. I didn't I say, say that. that. Um, she, I know she's from Queens. She's I don't know which part. I don't know. Well, if you're not from Fire Rockaway, we, we apologize for besmirching your name. Um, but yes, so Kamal um, had his song. Um, featured on um, an episode of Insecure. Um, this is not the first one featured on Insecure, but this is the first one I heard um, from him, and I really liked it, so I wanted to play it. Here is Far Rockaway. Come out, Far Rockaway! Rock away. 
Yo. Yo. That was Come Out, Far Rockaway. I love that song. It's just like, it reminds me of like a, just a nice, it makes me feel of like summer driving down the street or, you know, across the bridge or whatever, you know, with the top down, just wind blowing. It's just, it's just a feel good song. I like it. It's cool. And I mean, Far Rockaway is in some areas, the absolute ghetto. So, um, the fact that this song brings such nice positive connotations to Far Rockaway is, is quite exciting. Um, I actually expected him to be far from Far Rockaway. And then when I found out he absolutely was not, I was like, all right. But, you know, maybe he, you know, when he was in Brooklyn, he was riding out to Far Rockaway for things. And he was like, this is far. This is, <laughs> this is, this is quite far. That's, that's, that's and it inspired, inspired the songs. Everybody was Far Rockaway's far. Hmm? Everybody was Far Rockaway's far. It is. I mean, I... It's I, the last stop of the day. Why, why would it be far? Yeah, I'm like, you know, shout out to the people who live out there. Couldn't do it. Um, but, yeah. So, yes, that was Kamal. Far Rockaway, check him out on the social medias and stuff. Let Word. me tell you, um, Insecure be putting me on to a lot of music. Like I'm like Insecure and um, what's that other show? Um, Insecure, Boomerang, and Twenties be putting me on to a lot of music. Issa and Lena Waves, they be having some. So I don't know who works on their teams that be knowing these songs, but they be having some fire stuff on the soundtracks. I'm like, what is that? They be having jams. What is it? They be having the jams, and they they break a lot of new artists. That I've never heard of. There's another person I want to play next week that I heard from um, Boomerang. Go on, no, yet. Don't tell him yet. Don't tell him Exclusive, exclusive. Exclusive. But yeah, there's another one. Uh, another one that I'm like, oh yeah, I got to put this one on because it's just... Coming next week. It's coming. It's amazing. It's coming. It's amazing. I love it. Um, so I guess let's move on. To our This This Week week in Random. So, first up on the agenda, um, I don't know, do you want to talk about this Chris Styles thing or no? No. No. So, just Google on the internet if you want to know what we mean when we say Chris Styles thing. It's out there in the streets. Just look into it. Um, So, John P. Key and Hezekiah Walker had their um, IG uh, battle this past weekend. Um, I don't know who I had for this battle, to be completely honest. I thought it was going to be a draw. I, I, I was ready to like put John Kiki to win immediately. And then Hezekiah bring stuff. I was like, oh, you know what? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm out. I'm not. I'm going to speak too soon. I'm going to speak too soon. Hezekiah came, came with some, some of the bangers. Won't it make you great? Yeah. Hey, inside. I, I think I think Hezekiah is I said great, it's clean. I was like it's not great. <laughs> I was like it's not great. I don't know why I said that. Um I, I think that um Hezekiah is good is very good for a loop. He's good for a loop. He's oh my god. I has okay, so let me just say this. I was really, really excited to see a gospel one of these and like actually like two like mega heavyweights in the gospel industry. What I have learned is that Hezekiah, Hezekiah loves a repeat. Yeah. Okay? He will loop the heck out of his I'm like, Hezekiah, the song got four lines. Why we keep... <laughs> I think that's why I almost came into this like, I don't know. Because Hezekiah got some songs that I cannot take. Because it's literally the same thing over and over yeah. and over. I'm like... But but they be hitting. They be hitting. I don't disagree. They be hitting. And I, I think... I and think, there's something to be said for simplicity. I, I guess I can see why 
as a singer, you're annoyed with the song? Good God. Like, I just Cause need singing the song, Singing the song, you're just doing the same thing over and over. Every praise is to our <laughs> I'm glad you put that one down because <laughs> but, it was getting real rough on Sundays. But, I was like, but, we back with that again? But, but he, he is definitely good for a loop. He is, he is good for a loop. And I mean, I, you know, I got to respect. I got to respect. Uh, I got to respect the hustle. Um, so it was, it was super cute. Um, John P. Key is quite funny. Um, John P. Key is apparently, I did not know this, um, apparently used to be in them streets before he got saved. And so, um, apparently John P. Key is the Aretha Franklin of gospel. Um, he pulls up to the function and is like, do you have my money? I shan't be performing anything. I shan't play a note if you don't have my money. Like that's just, that's just how I'm rolling. And I respect it because you cannot have people playing with your money. Because how many movies do we need to see black people where you showing up to the function, you doing the performances, and then they don't have your money? Yeah. Okay? John said, not me. Not here. Also. Not today. Let's have a conversation about how old is Hezekiah Walker. <laughs> no, Hezekiah Walker looks dumb young. I was like, is that his son? Because he, Hezekiah Walker, first of all, Hezekiah Walker, Hezekiah Walker and Bishop John P. Key, uh, Bishop John P. Key, is he a bishop? I don't know. Bishop Hezekiah Walker. Bishop Hezekiah Walker and John P. Key. Pastor John Piki are the same age. Hezekiah Walker. The same age. Hezekiah Born Walker. in the same year. Might look younger than me. I don't know. <laughs> Hezekiah Walker looked a smooth 30 in that video. He, he might look younger than me. Smooth I don't know what's happening. His skin looked amazing. His beard is like maintained. I said, Hezekiah does not look like a 57 year old man. I was like, Hezekiah. I, said, I had to Google. I said, do Hezekiah have a son? Is that his son that's on the TV? Because. He does not look like 57 years old. This guy was like mad young. Yeah, he looks super young. I was like, oh, okay. Um, I was like, who's that on the screen? Because <laughs> when you turned it on, I was that. I don't know. In my mind, Hezekiah is like a, an older man. So I'm expecting he is older. Man. He is older. Man. I'm expecting, but he looked even the way he was dressed. Like I think he had on like a snapback turned backwards, <laughs> a denim jacket, and a hoodie. Like he just looked real young looking. But but he do like the, he he was like the 30 year old. Um, What's it called? 30 old young pastors? He do, yeah. He was like all them. Yeah, he was giving me a young pastor outfit vibe. <laughs> he was like all the young pastors over 30. Over 30. Yeah, so I was like, just like, oh, okay. But it, it was it was a good battle. I enjoyed myself. I got my little churchy life um, over there. I didn't. I only stayed for the first hour. I think the second hour we missed because um, we were putting Avery to bed. And I, and I also realized, because like, I, I've mentioned it before, but I didn't really grow up with like churchiness. Which is... Wow, I don't, I don't really grow up with churchiness, but I don't I don't know if I put together that there is a like a difference in sound between New York gospel mm-hmm. and like um, Southern gospel, and they mm-hmm. were talking and they were talking about that, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, yeah. I don't know if it was like a, a big difference in sound between those two. I just, I just was like gospel's gospel, yeah. Um, but I I never knew it was like it was so regional mm-hmm. in how. They sounded. Cause I'm, I'm, I always know about things that are regional with like hip hop and stuff like that, but I never thought like how gospel can be so regional. Also, I never thought about that. Yes, I guess it makes sense, but I just never, I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah. I just thought it was funny, um, you know, how they were just talking back and forth and, and uh, interacting. Like I, the thing I like about these battles, I think, is that you get to see people's like personality. Um, which you do, you might not always get to see, like when you see them in their element of, yeah. you know, being musicians or whatever. But it was really, really nice, and I was like, oh, John, I I didn't know a lot of these songs are so, like that I know are John P. Key. Like I was like, oh, that's John P. Key. Like I know the song and I'm singing along. Like oh, I never knew who it was that 
sang the song. I guess from you know choir days. Yeah. You just learn like there's a lot of songs that I honestly have never heard the original version to because I've learned them through the choir. So when I hear the actual song, I'll be like, wait, who's that? Yeah, John, John P. Key was, was pulling the headers out. Yeah, I was like, all right, John P. Key. And then somebody, I think, said um, they needed a Kirk Franklin. I said, who going to go against Kirk Franklin? Kirk Franklin got... Who? Just, like, he will... Who? Who? He, he has 20 who? songs that no one's beating. Who? He already, I know he has 20 songs. Who? Who? Who can stand in a battle? Who can stand against Kirk Franklin? <laughs> no, not one. <laughs> No, not one. Who? Who? The only one close to it would be Ty Trey, but I don't. He does. He hasn't been around long enough. I. Th- I mean, Kirk, Kirk, Kirk Franklin's been around for, for, way, for longer. way longer. I think. Honestly, but, but, if, but if it's twenty songs, maybe. I think Richard Smallwood. Richard Smallwood maybe yeah. could could come up against Kirk Franklin because like because Richard Smallwood has got the the church classics. Cause, okay, because I know Kirk Kirk can do twenty can have strong twenty songs mm-hmm. that I don't know if anybody can beat at all. Yeah. Kirk, Kirk has got the jams. Y'all y'all put some respect on Kirk name. I said Kirk. Kirk or who? Who? Yeah. And how old is Richard? Well, is Richard like, it, it, even when Kirk plays Smile, who, who would you blame? Speaking of which, y'all need to get into the Smile, the version that they did. I guess BET had some like COVID relief yeah. um, fund fundraiser telethon thing on TV last week. And Kirk kind of had a, a, a Zoom version of Smile um, that Leandria Johnson... Fantasia, Jonathan McReynolds, Kelly Price, Tyrese, Tyrese, which was super random, and Tyrese came dressed like a Joker, but that's neither here nor there. Okay, not the Joker actually. He came dressed like the mask, but that's neither here nor there. We're gonna let him rock. When I tell you, like sonically, oh, like very few things that I hear make my hair stand up, and like when I tell you, like my hair was standing up on the back of my neck. I was getting goosebumps from how like good it was. You need to get into that version. Once you hear that, like the regular smile, you're gonna be like, "All right, Kirk, turn that basic thing off." <laughs> I'm here for the Leandria but, Fantasia and Company version. But what, what I'm saying is, like, when Kirk plays "Smile," what do you what, what can you play? Nothing. There's certain things like um, you gotta just close. Like it when, down. Kirk play, when Kirk Franklin plays certain things, I don't know. Why don't you go? Someone has a question. Come on now. Like, what, are you, what are you going to do when that, when that, song, on comes, when that song comes on? What do you, you blame? Come on now. What, what, can you, you, what can you possibly What are you following that up with? <laughs> um, when Kirk Franklin hits you with Silver and Gold. <laughs> like, what are you doing? What are you playing? <laughs> what do you have? What could you possibly play? What do you have? <laughs> what, what? What, what? What options do you have? What? That's why I feel like Kirk, uh, um, Richard Smallwood is probably the only one that can jump up. Because all Richard Smallwood got to hit with is a Lord, I will lift. And we can close it down. Yeah. We can close it down, you know. That's going to be the last song. I know that. Yeah. I, I actually think uh, uh, Richard Smallwood might be might be a good yeah a good, uh, a good counterpart. Because Richard has got some classics that the church folks, yeah. you know, will get into, you know. Yeah. Because, like, and I, I think I liked it also. There was, like, a lot of the gospel artists were in the battle. Uh-huh. We're, we're, listening, we're listening in. Yeah. So that, that was good, too. I think that was good. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Uh but yeah, if somebody wants to organize uh, a Kirk Franklin versus somebody one, I I'm interested. I want to know more. I was I I would be very intrigued because I'm like Kirk. Kirk got such a discography. It's like, how does he even choose what to play? That's what I'm gonna say. Like, I, I, I he he has a good strong twenty. Yeah, a strong twenty, and the twenty might not even, and the twenty is ignoring like a lot, a lot, yeah. a lot, a lot. So he, he has a strong twenty. I agree. I, 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 I agree wholeheartedly. Um, 
hold on. What now? So they said, um, moving on in, in, in battles where it's going to be interesting to see how it's going to go. They said Diddy and Dr. Dre, they're trying to coordinate yeah, I saw that, that battle. And what what I said, what I heard was true. Like they can't do that on Instagram. Like it's like when it'll they try- break the internet. They got to do that somewhere because they try to. Do- I mean, Babyface and Teddy Riley broke broke Instagram. Correct. So I, I I think that um I get what they were trying to do to try to make it free so mm-hmm. people, everybody can get the Instagram. People can see. Yeah, it. they got yeah. I get it, but like they, it's just sonically it has it's, it's not working. Yeah, Instagram is not built for it. Yeah, because John P. Key and Hezekiah Walker, that sound was a little tragical. It's, it's like Instagram is not built for it. Yeah. And everything. Like, maybe, like, it, YouTube might make it easier. Yeah. But, like, but like you have, you have to have, like, set up to do that. Uh-huh. So, maybe just YouTube. But, like, I understand why. Like, I, I, I see Swizz and Tim, they're trying to do something with that. Mm-hmm. And I understand why Instagram is important. Yeah. I I, I agree. I agree. But um, it's just, it's, it's, it's going to be hard to. What I will say is this. I don't know if I'm New York biased or washed, but or what, but Diddy might wash Dre off. I don't know. I think it's important because it's because it, like I, I don't know because but California, California, it's it depends on what what the audience is feeling. Right. Audience is feel California people, it might be different. Right, because I'm like I like because like I said, that's why I said I might be New York biased because I'm like I'm not disputing that Dr. Dre has some hits hits for days. But I feel like I'm inherently gonna go with the Diddy ones because I'm I'm a New Yorker. Yeah, I'm gonna be like that was nice, but like New York. So, but whenever it comes out, I'm I'm ready to get to it. Yeah. I'm ready to see what the kids are doing. That that they definitely have to put on. I agree with you. They have to put on some other platform because if if Face and 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 Teddy Riley had over five hundred thousand people on Instagram and Instagram kept crashing because of it. Diddy and Dr. Dre gonna have way more people, so they need to they need to find a platform that can facilitate the amount of people that's gonna be on there. Yeah, because people are gonna come to see that one. Yep. So you know. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's gonna be the same mm-hmm. amount. Of, it's gonna be different people, I think. Because I think um, Babyface and and Babyface and Teddy Riley, I think it. The funny thing is, I think the first mess up. Uh-huh. Help spike theirs because mm-hmm. people was like, "All right, well, let me see what what, they, what all they doing." Let me, see, let me see what kind of what kind of analysis I'm about to see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like after all the memes, I think mm-hmm. people, more people will do it. Yo, those memes are hilarious. Those yeah. are. I feel like if we weren't in the house doing COVID nineteen, we wouldn't have had this much time to make all all these memes. But because we do, here we are. What else have we got? So <laughs> what, else what did someone say? What else are we doing? Someone was like, um. Well, I think on the, on on, the, on Joe Biden podcast, he was there was like, we like you're gonna get these jokes because we can't make we can't make any music you make. So I guess what we can do is give you some jokes. Yeah, that's that's all that's, we got. That's the best I can do. So you can get these jokes because yeah. that's 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 what we can do. <laughs> because yeah. if if you do any, if you make, we can't make any songs better than you, we know this already. If but, 2020 has done nothing else, it has unearthed all the comedians that live among us. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I like there's a guy I follow on Instagram. He be post I don't know where he be finding these memes, but he legit be posting memes all day that just have me like in tears. Like all the memes I be showing you all the time, there be stuff that he post. I'm like, this stuff is hilarious. Like, where does he find this stuff? Like, but it, it it's it's what people need to like kind of get through what's happening right now. Like all we really can do is, is get some laughs in, you know? That's all we can do. Um, 
So speaking of music, um, Jonathan McReynolds, who's one of my favorite um, newer gospel singers, um, he put out a new visual album this past weekend. It's called um, People. Um, it's an actual album too. It's, it's an actual album, but he also did like a a visual for it. A visual for it. So it's like a story um, with each song on the album, and it all kind of connects and culminates at the end. Um, I love it. I love it. Um, I love anything that Jonathan McReynolds does. I like the way he writes. Like the way he writes. The way he writes um, songs. It's very like. It's very personal feeling. Like I, I, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like the way he writes. It's not like he doesn't use like flowery words and like kind of like you know cliche type phrases. Like the words he uses makes the song, even though you know the song is written from his personal experience, like he writes it in such a way that you can internalize it and personalize it as well. And so I love it. It's like an EP. I shouldn't say it's an album. It's an EP. Yeah, so it's, it's like, like, it's like what? Six minutes. Yeah, it's like 20 minutes. It's like what? 20, six, 20, song, six songs, eight songs. Yeah, it's EP. When have you ever heard of a gospel EP being, being that short? Because you know gospel songs will go on for like seven minutes just, you know, on their own. Um, but yeah, it's about six or seven songs. No, it's eight songs actually. Um, I think my favorite ones out of it are Best Thing, People, and Cathedral. And Moving On. I think those are my favorites. All of them are great, but I think those are my favorites. He's got Molly Music on the album, and as you know, um, Mark and I may or may not be Molly Music stands. Um, you know what? We are. I own it. Um, and it's, you know, exciting to see him back doing music again because I feel like he got really, really quiet for a while. But I, I, I think that kind of plays into that conversation mm-hmm. we're saying. Like, because John McReynolds um, did a song called People. And you're saying, like, his people are just basically people be trash. Yeah. Yeah, like, I think my favorite song of all the ones on there, I said I liked about four, but I think my favorite, favorite one out of there is People. Which is which is the single, I think. Which is the, which is the single, because I think it really... It, it was written from a place of him dealing with um, social media yeah. um, because, you know, for a couple of years, like he was kind of everywhere. Like I saw him on tour with NDRE. You saw him on all the award shows and stuff like that. Like he was really out there. And I think the way people, you know, people on social media, you know, everybody's a Twitter thug um, and people just say all types of really horrible, terrible things about you. And he kind of wrote the song from the perspective of, God helped me to get over being so deeply affected by the things that people write yeah. on social media. Because he was talking about how people were talking about his looks. Because, you know, Jonathan McReynolds, like, he has acne, like, on his face. And, um, you know, people were talking about his face. They were talking about how he looks, how he's skinny, how he can't sing, and, like, all this other stuff. Because people just, you know, like to be negative and say really horrible things, not realizing that they affect real people. So he kind of wrote that song as a as a response to dealing with that kind of stuff and you know molly music did kind of experience something similar um because they said he was uh because when uh, jennifer hudson and her old man broke up the old man said that he was cheating on her that he was she was cheating on him with molly music which you know what so i think once that happened molly music kind of went like deep underground yeah you never heard from him and you didn't hear from him for a minute and then, like, he popped back up this year. So I think, you know, that that 
that social media pressure and stuff yeah has, I, a, I, has a large impact on on a lot of these artists yeah I, and I, I think like um if you're not ready for that and I, I think um it's it hits gospel artists especially ones that um when they try to reach out outside of mm. the um regular gospel community it hits them harder because like cause a lot of them they might be used to like gospel nonsense mm. and church nonsense right but they're not used to like world nonsense mm. and like when you feel like you're, you're getting because sometimes you feel like alright I'm not doing it for them. I'm trying to do it for people outside of that and then mm-hmm. you get it from that end too you're like so who's on my side exactly and like I can see how that can like negatively affect you and like really mess up what you're trying to do yeah and how you how you how you move so you're like if I if the church people are talking trash about me mm-hmm. and people from the other industry are talking trash about me so who am I doing this for, really? Right. <laughs> like right. everybody's like, but of, of course it's not. Of course not everybody. A lot of people appreciate you. It's just the people who are negative. Just they just tend to be the loudest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just how it goes. The struggle is super real. Yeah. Super real. But yeah, great album. Very positive. Very uplifting. You know, just it's kind of what we need at this this time in our lives because it's it's kind of depressing and sad. Yeah. With all this, you know just craziness craziness that's going on so um yeah definitely get into it it'll bless you i promise um and not related news in any way shape or form um the streets are saying that um kanye west is officially part of the billy club and what's the billy club you may ask the billionaires club the billionaire boy the billionaire boys club um, according to uh, the internet, um, a reputable source, um, Kanye West is now considered uh, a billionaire. Okay. Um, according to Forbes, um, he is worth, according to Forbes, $1.3 billion. Um, Kanye came out and said, um, I'm actually worth three, but thanks for acknowledging that I'm a billionaire. Appreciate y'all. Um, I'm not going to front. I was a little surprised by this news because I feel like I remember hearing a couple of years ago that Kanye was like broke or on the verge of bankruptcy. So I'm like, billionaire. Okay. Okay. All right. Sure. I'll I'll go with the storyline. I'll go with it. It, it. You have to understand that um, it doesn't um, like for instance, I feel like before they announced JD announced it, mm-hmm. he was a billionaire for a long time. But because if you notice. How they counted the billionaire, it was based off of record sales and the companies we know about. Mm-hmm. But he has a lot of things we don't know about. Right. And that's what I'm saying. That. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of things we don't know about. So, like, he just he just pinpointed the most problem. It, it depends on what they went documented. Right. Correct. Right. So, I think I think that's kind of where, where it goes down. Is like what they went documented and, like, and that's how they... Um, mm-hmm. Show how 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 much they have. Yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, I was like, what kind of you got a billion dollars from? But I mean, I guess between his music, his shoes, because people people do uh, buy those shoes, and I guess uh, his fashions. I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure what he's got um, <laughs> for that. But if the people say he got it, I'm a, I'm gonna say I'm gonna just say yep, he got it. 
It's not. It's not my business on that. Not well. Congrats to him. Yeah. I'm glad that we. I'm glad you know what. I'm glad that we're hearing some some positive news about him, and not him being in some in some shenanigans and some foolishness. Because uh, you know it's it's been a little dicey with him these yeah. last couple of these last couple of months, last couple of years, really. Yeah. So you know, it's cool to hear something positive about uh, what he's doing in his life. Mr. West. Mr. West is in the building. All right, what's next? Um, I don't know. Did you want to talk about the last uh, Insecure episode? You watched it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, in the last Insecure episode, it, it was very interesting. I it was it was very very relatable in the sense of um, the conversations that were being had between the characters. Um, so the episode was, you know, basically around like Thanksgiving time. That was the setting for the episode and just kind of watching people navigate that whole situation. Like, um, Molly and Issa, first of all, Molly rich. Cause Molly was at the store buying three ninety nine a piece avocados and she put about 10 of them in the bag. That lady bought $40 worth of avocados. I said, Molly got money. Cause when I saw this, I said three ninety nine for one <laughs> avocado. I said, no man, Molly got money. So, like, the conversation that her and Issa were kind of having in the store, it was like, it's like, you know, when you're at that point in a friendship where it's like, y'all still cool, but, like, some stuff has happened, and so, like, the dynamic has changed, and so you're talking real, like, snippy to one another. And I liked it because they finally acknowledged that, hey, maybe we're not really cool. Maybe something's wrong here. And so they kind of made plans to like talk about it like later on, which ended up not panning out. Um, and then I liked the scene with Issa and her brother where they were at the restaurant. And, you know, he was just kind of saying, you know, like I'm tired of changing myself for people, um, which Issa I feel kind of took to heart because I think she feels like Molly is always judging her and she's like, trying to like make herself into someone she's not sometimes and even with Condola because she was been like buying these clothes and returning them just so she can kind of keep up and be seen as xyz way so I thought um that was kind of that was kind of poignant too um and then but I think my favorite was the scene with um Molly and her parents where her brother kind of had to pull her to the side and be like sis build a bridge get over it because um, from last season, I guess Molly found out that her father had cheated on her mother at some point in time. And like since then, apparently she's really just kind of been shady to the father. And they were going to play like taboo or something. And they were going to put her on a father's team and she didn't want to play. And the brother was like, I need you to get over it. Like, I, he's like, I just feel like, you know, because Molly said something like, oh, I just feel like you and mom just got over it. And the brother was like, it happened to mom. Like, she, she cool. Why aren't you? You know? And I appreciated that somebody said that to Molly because I just felt like, why are you so upset about what happened in your parents' business? If your father cheated on your mom, I understand you feel some type of way that's your mama, but like, if your mama cool, what you, what you, what you mad for? Like, I don't understand. I just, it didn't make any sense. Like, it's 100% not your business and you need to grow up and move on out of that business. So I'm glad her brother finally said something to her. Um, I also, what I also liked about the episode was like the relatability of like when you're when it's the holidays and you're on your phone like watching everybody's IG stories and looking at their pictures and stuff like that um that was that was super cute. We got to get Chad more screen time on this show though. Chad is hilarious. 
Chat, when they were driving him and Lawrence were driving in the Range Rover, and he was just explaining to him why he got the Range Rover, what's going on. Like, Chat, whoever writes his lines, like, give them a raise. And the way he delivers them, like, he is comic relief. They need to give him more screen time. He is funny. But yeah, Insecure is coming along real nice. I'm liking it. Like, I'm liking the way it's it's progressing. Um, I liked um, Robin Seedy, who was guesting as a... Uh, uh, drunk Nikki. She was over there spilling all the tea on Condola and how uh, Lawrence was a jump off. And Lawrence was in his feelings about that. And I felt, I felt like, well, Lawrence, well, a soon to be unemployed potential jump off. Um, Cause you know, Lawrence company apparently restructuring. Um, but you know, I like all the things that they're exploring in Insecure. It's a really, really, really good show. And I mean, now that all, like, I feel like all the shows are off TV now. So Insecure is the one bright spot in my week. Thank God for HBO. What were your thoughts on Insecure? Did you have anything? Anything jumped out at you about the episode? Anything that you were particularly... No, it was good. About? It was cool. I'm rocking. You're rocking. I'm you know, you, you, you Lawrence High. So. I'm Lawrence High. No, you're not Lawrence High? Is that being correct? I don't... I, if, you don't hate Lawrence the way most people do? Why? Why? Why are you hating? No, Lawrence? I hate. No, I don't think anyone hates. Lawrence what do you hate? What is? What is? What is Lawrence Jurok? Be a bum, and then go find some other girl and leave Issa. So. But she did it. Okay, and y'all men cheat all the time, and we take y'all back. But he did it. Okay, and what about it? <laughs> what about it? I don't understand what's what going on. It? What about it? On a sidebar. <laughs> you doesn't have to stay around for that. Whatever. <laughs> Suddenly y'all got morals and standards. What's okay. happening? Okay. Whatever. Suddenly they have... Whatever. He did not cheat. Whatever. Whatever. On a sidebar. When are we gonna... Are they gonna bring back... um uh What's his name? Dro? Because I'm like... Where he went? Because Molly was allegedly in an open relationship with him. And then, like, he just kind of disappeared. He ain't come back. So we bringing him back? I need to know. I need to f- figure out the ending of that storyline. I also need to know if they're going to bring back um, Houston Bay, who kind of ghosted Issa and then popped back up. Like, I need to know if he's coming back. Because I need to know the resolution of that particular storyline as well. So we got, what, seven more episodes? Hopefully they'll bring this home. I still don't understand the... You despise Lawrence. I don't there. despise Lawrence. I don't have any any despising in my heart for Lawrence. I'm just kind of like, okay. He was really mean to Issa. How? He said really mean things to her. Wasn't nice. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like it. He was upset. Okay, but it wasn't nice. I didn't like it. <laughs> you don't like him being upset? I didn't like it. Okay. He can be upset. He didn't have to be mean to her, though. Issa's not wrong. I've, I've never said that. I've, not, I've never said that she's an innocent, um, completely, completely faultless bystander. I've never said that. Issa, Issa is pretty messed up and selfish and really does not do things that are cool sometimes. I get it. I completely understand. But I still felt... And she kept entertaining that dude like way before he reached even cheated on him. What do? Um, Daniel? Yeah. I mean, she was being trash. She does live messy. I never said she didn't live messy. I never said that. What I'm saying is... I still felt like Lawrence was being mean. <laughs> I don't want them to get back together personally. I think they should stay broken up. Because they're toxic for one another. But, with that being said, I just felt like he was mean. Okay. 
That's all. That's right. Okay. All right. Insecure will not be the downfall of our relationship. Okay? <laughs> it will not. We're going to stay strong and not let the show tear us apart. I'm just saying. All right. So, any anything else? Any other things happening in the in the universe that you want to um, you want to talk about? You got them D-dips, don't you? Okay. I got to get my wound. <laughs> Why are you talking like that? That's that's actually what I want to know. Me, 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 me. Me, 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 me. Ain't all you can do is wait for the day Yo, um. Alright, also, if y'all looking for some music to get into, get into Brandy's Full Moon album. I was listening to it the other day. I know that album is like almost 20 years yeah, old. Yeah, like Full Moon. No, nah, it was good. I was watching, I was listening to it the other yeah, day when I was cleaning. Well, I was well, like, well. ooh, this is, this is, I was not, I didn't appreciate this album like I should have. Um, when you touch me, whole vibe. Brandy's singing, okay? Singing. I don't know what you girls are talking about. She can't sing. Yeah, smoking that crack. Brandy who's, singing. Who said she can sing? I've seen people say that. That Brandy can't sing. Or they think she's overrated. I'm like, um, uh, watch your mouth. Brandy is a whole singer. Don't do this. What's the last one I did? The last one I did was social media or I don't know. I don't Beats me. I, I couldn't tell you. Actually, I, I know we're right. Okay. We did, last time I did was analysis. All right. BLM T-tips. 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 And this is 10 things small business owners should be doing during quarantine. Number six. Number six. Refresh and renew. Refreshing right Yes. Once you have fully analyzed where you were as a business, it is time to come back out stronger. Find new ways to come back with a fresh look and better ways to connect with your community. The goal is to show that you learn from your past weaknesses and reinforce your strengths. Number one, redesign your website look. Mm. Number two, Get high-quality stock photos or videos. Number three, utilize mock-ups to minimize your colors on your website from three to four. I'm sorry, number three, utilize mock-ups. Number four, minimize your colors on your website to three to four. Number five, update ways people can pay you. For instance, PayPal, Cash App, Venmo, Google Play, Apple Play. Next one, get a Braintree account. Next, promotional items such as hats, t-shirts, pens, bags, water bottles, industry specific. Next, start a blog with advice for your customers. Or, like this one, start a podcast to address common industry questions. What, 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 are you, what is happening? What is happening? Do you want to talk about it? No, I don't okay. want to talk about it. I, okay, carry on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what, like, what's all that wrestling over there? Um, but yeah, well, yeah, refresh and renew. Think of new ways and go from there. Word, word, word. That is your BLM t tips. Yes. Anything yes. else? This is yes. a short episode, but cool. You yes. Got any any parting thoughts? Any any things on your mind? Any any things you want to tell the people about? Any? Um. Nah. Just. 
if you um we have webinars up for the EOC where I work, if you need a webinar for on type on Microsoft Office or on job readiness techniques. Yeah, brush up those skills, stay resume ready so that when when the outside open back up you can get to the bag. Nami. Yep. EOC dash org slash new events. All of the workshops are there. Alright. Word. Talk to you later. Until next week. We, we bid, bid you, you Adieu. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. It's hey. the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love Oh, No Fear Podcast. Podcast. Uh-huh, podcast. uh-huh. All Love. Oh, no fear podcast.